You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. On today's episode of The Salisha Show. Being a gospel artist is vastly different from when I'm performing on theater. Because uh, when I'm up singing gospel, when I'm up ministering, I, it's such a place where I was like, I can't afford for any of me to be seen because mm-hmm. the purpose for everybody coming to whatever it is I'm singing at is so that God gets, can, glorified. God gets glorified and so that God gets seen. So when I'm up there, it's I literally try to empty myself so that God can flow through me and so that he can get all the work he needs to get done. The L to the Isha. Some call me Sally, others call me Sisha. If you don't like it, I'm gonna have to beat ya. <laughs> nah, I'm just kidding, y'all. Y'all, y'all, Y and double L. I bet you all thought that Salisha couldn't spell, but now you know, and I got to go. Hey, it's time for the Salisha show. <laughs> Hello, it's me, Salish, your host of the Salisha show, and I'm so excited. I'm actually here visiting my original home in Fresno, California. And by my original home, I mean the place where I was like born, birthed, seriously. And so I am sitting here with a dear friend, a good friend of many years. Oh my gosh. Who actually just came out to the Big Apple to visit. Last time I saw him, we were literally in New York City and I'm so excited. You guys, please help me welcome traveling gospel artist, Christian David. Ah! Ah! The crowd goes wild. Hey. What's up? Uh, a lot. Okay, <laughs> seriously, so Christian, like, I have a low key phobia of doing these in person, and I was so ready to, like, here's your Zoom link, honey. You're like, uh, I'm no, coming. Why up. are we? Yeah, Zoom is if you're in New York and I'm here. I know, but I got so used to it. I'm like, only my friends can get me. Oh, my goodness. And I literally just saw her last week, and she wants to Zoom when we're in the same city. I was going to try to Zoom while we were in New York together, too. Zoom me from your hotel room. (laughs) This pandemic got me like, I don't know how to dress from the waist down. Yeah, Zoom is just, I don't think Zoom is going away. It's so easy. It's it's become too convenient now. Seriously. And so I'm so excited. First of all, you finally made it out to New York, UNORC. Yes. So I flew into JFK which this one, she had me all prepared for. It's going to take you like an hour just to get to your luggage because shout out to Ashley Taylor because Salisha and Ashley Taylor, they were my go-to guides for everything New York. I started planning this trip like back in May when I found out that the Lion King, Wicked Chicago and Hamilton were all opening on my birthday. September 14th. September 14th. All right, okay. So shout out to Ashley. They were my go-to guides for everything New York as I was getting ready. So I am preparing, getting everything. And so I'm like, okay, I talked to Ashley and Ashley was like, make sure you fly into JFK because in JFK, it's a flat rate. For the taxi he's talking about. If you get an Uber from any other airport, this is literally for anybody who's like, should I go to New York? They will charge you $120. Yes. Like, no lie. Cab or Uber or Lyft, whatever. You're going to be paying in the hundreds. 
no matter how close or far it is. And from JFK, there's like a flat fee going from the airport to where you're going. So yes, it might so save a little money. A lot money. of money. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Saved okay. a lot so of money. So you got to the city, and I forgot how long were you there? Two days? Three days? Five days. I was there five days. So I flew into JFK, went to my hotel, which was the Pod Fifty One Hotel. Excellent, excellent. On the east side. I was like, where? I never go to the east side. But you did it. You liked it. I did, yes. And there was a shared bathroom. Yeah. Do we love it or do we hate it? Because face value, I would not like that. It was okay. It was okay. It wasn't um, an issue. No. I walked in on somebody once. Okay, the way it worked was there's two bath. There, there were two bathrooms on the floor. I was on the 14th and there's two bathrooms on that floor. You have to key into the bathroom. You can't just open it. If you walk up and there's a sign that says vacant or, uh, you know, occupied, that's how you, whether you can key in or not. So I walked up and it said vacant. So I keyed in and somebody was sitting right there. Oh my gosh, oh my gosh. Oh my called, gosh, yeah. sir. So like, okay. But luckily that was like the fourth day. So, okay, so you would like already, yeah, if that was day week, one, you'd yeah. be like, Next. But I had a sink, I had a sink in my room. Okay. Uh, the room was big enough just for me. I showed Salisha my, the views. I had amazing views from my room. Okay. So, and it was clean. It was very clean. Okay. Ba both bathrooms, my room. That's all we need. Very clean. Yeah. So it was. I had another friend who came to visit and he also had a shared bathroom thing. I've never stayed in a hotel like that, except they exist in New York. Not all of them, but yeah. some of them. And he was like, it's not that big of a yeah, deal. Yeah, it's not. When I first heard about it, I was like, oh, no, no. Not, yeah, no, I'm not doing that. But. When I did it, it was, I because in my mind I thought it was gonna be like a dorm situation. Yeah. Totally opposite. Okay, so can, what shows did you see? You saw my cabaret. <laughs> he did not, folks. I'm so sorry. What did you see instead of my show? Dun, 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 dun. The Lion King. The lot. <laughs> okay, okay. We can't really be mad. We're supporting Broadway. And to be fair, I had gotten my ticket. Before I knew about her one woman amazing cabaret, yeah, yeah. I and I told her because <laughs> on my birthday I actually saw Hades Town. That's cool. And then I saw The Lion King the next night, so I told her I said if it was the other way around, I would have skipped Hades Town. So Hades Town because this is your first time in New York City. That was your first Broadway my show. My very first Broadway show. Walk me through it. How did you feel? Well, it was at the Walter Kerr Theater. Okay. And. We had just left the Empire State Building, and so she had to go home, and so I was actually on my own. So this was my first time in Times Square <laughs> by myself. So let's just start there. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> let's just start there. So I'm walking up. On the train, right? Or did you walk? I think I walked. I think I walked. Okay. I think I walked. It's a nice yes. little walk. Yes, I walked. So you go into Times Square. Going to Times Square, I get to the street. I can't remember. I think it was forty first. Okay. I think it was. I think it was. So I'm walking down, and then I see the big marquee, Hades Town. Okay, this is it. And so I take a picture of the marquee, and honestly, it hasn't processed in my head that I'm getting ready to see my first Broadway show yet because I'm getting my vaccine card out and getting my ID out. Oh, I see nice. the line, and so the check in was really smooth and all that. So I get in. And when I, I had a great seat, I was on the second floor. Yeah. The mess. Yeah, the mess. And figure out where my seat is. And then they direct me and I go, and when I sat down and I look at the stage, that's when I'm about to see a Broadway show. And to make things even more interesting, I, I was at the end of, <laughs> I was at the end of the row. So I had all the, I had so, yes. so much leg room. And the lady that ended up sitting next to me 
went to high school with the director. Oh, that's so cool. And so she was telling me about how she was in high school. And <laughs> she's like, back in the day. Yeah, yeah. She was like, the, oh, yeah. And so she's, shout out if you're actually watching this. But she was like, yeah, I probably should have kept in touch with her. That's awesome. That's a good time to slip into the DMs when you're in the audience and you're just like, in the audience, I'm in the audience of your show. Right, you right. So, um, but. Did it? Okay, so my question is. Okay, we've been waiting for Broadway to come back for so long, so I'm so so excited. I saw the Passover on Broadway. It was so good. It was a play, a three-person play, so good, but I haven't seen any musicals yet. And so did Hades Town did it meet your expectations? Did it Oh, absolutely. And I wanna also shout out Sirius XM on Broadway because there were a few songs that I had happened to hear from Hades Town on serious and so when oh, they got to those songs i was like oh i God, know this yes. <laughs> i was like i know, this, I know song. this song and so it was that was even more neat but when the cast first came out on stage the energy in the room was so electric because even though Haiti town i think it opened up a week prior no i think it opened open oh just like waitress Oh. Yeah, I think yeah, I think it it, 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 it it opened open and so even though it was already open when the cast came out on stage because the, uh, the, the opening is everybody, the ensemble, everybody just comes out on stage and they get this box. And everybody just erupted. Because like I said, even though it had already been open, the feeling was like, this is the real opening. We did it. Yes, this was the real opening. And I think the, it was it had that feeling because Wicked Chicago, Lion King, and Hamilton, those were the four the biggest yeah. musicals on Broadway. Yeah. So it had this big when they, they everybody just erupted when they came out. And then when Andre the Shields oh, came out. I love him. I love him. <laughs> when Andre the Shields came out, that's when the room just went nuts and he got like a two to three minute standing O. Wait. Can I tell a quick story about Andre? Yes, yes. I'm like, Andre. When I was auditioning for the Britney Spears musical, I was like getting some, I had just gone in for dance and then I came out and I got some water. I was at the drinking fountain. And when I looked up, he was there. I was like, <gasps> <laughs> and I was like, do you want water? You can have water first. He was like, well, so what is this? What is this? And I told him, and I wish I could remember the exact words he said. I wrote it down in my diary. But basically he looked at me and he was like, if you want this, like it was something so I remember the inner the energy of what he said was basically it's yours if you want it wow and basically believe it and if you believe it and you really and you desire it go in and take it and it clearly was what I needed to hear that's the show I'm going <laughs> back to and I'm like you know what Andre DeShield, thank you, but also I think the Holy Ghost was using you. <laughs> thank you. Absolutely. Do you know what I'm saying? Yes. He's a magical bings. <laughs> He's magical. Yeah, so he, Andre being who he is, I, it was seeing him, when I saw that he was reopening in the show. That's so cool. I was like, because I followed him because he did A Misbehaving. He was the original Wiz and the Wiz, which are two of the biggest shows I've done. Wait, he was the original Wiz? Yeah, he was the original Wiz. Oh if you gosh. go back and listen to the original Broadway soundtrack, so that's him. So iconic. Yes, and then just one away from it because he got the Emmy for A Misbehaving, a primetime Emmy for A Misbehaving, got a Grammy and a Tony for Hades Town. So he just needs an Oscar. 
come on black royalty black yes. excellence like so through. he just and uh, and the amazing thing was he just came up there and he just stood and everyone was just like yeah like there's such power in to just stand in your power i do have a question i wanted to get to this later but like when you're on stage being a gospel artist do you ever feel like I don't know, sometimes when I'm on stage, I get so nervous, I'm moving around and I'm like doing all these things because I forget that I'm enough. And there are times when I remember that I'm enough. And I feel like there's power in visually like nothing, but standing in your power. Do you ever feel that when you're on stage or do you feel like a different energy? Honestly, being a gospel artist, I take the focus completely off of me. At this point, I go into autopilot because I know what I I know what I gotta do, and it's just and it's just when I get out there, it's okay, God, it's me and you. You're you're driving this ship. I'm in a position, and it's so being a gospel artist is for me vastly different from when I'm performing on theater, because uh, when I'm up singing gospel, when I'm up ministering, I it's such a place where I was like I can't afford for any of me to be seen. Because mm -hmm. the purpose for everybody coming to whatever it is I'm singing at is so that God gets can, glorified. God gets glorified and so that God gets seen. Yeah, not me. So when I'm up there, it's I literally try to empty myself of any of Christian so that God can flow through me and so that he can get all the work he needs to get done. I just had to think about like I was like, Oh, your name is Christian. Yeah. <laughs> You're gonna empty the Christian out of you? No, you mean your name. I know what you mean. Yeah, yeah. I know what you mean. Gotcha. Okay, gotcha. Yeah, that, that would be yeah. Right, right. right. And when you're performing like in theater, like plays, how do you feel? Theater, uh, that's when I literally go into what you just talked about, which is, okay, Christian, you got this. You got the part because they felt like you deserved the part and that you were good. So now you just have to go out there and own it. You have to go out there. They believe you're enough. So now you have to believe that you're enough. Right. So you've practiced, you've rehearsed the stuff. So just go out there and do it. Very interesting. I love that. So you got this when you're on stage um, doing God's work. It's not about you. I'm wondering yes. if I'm wondering if like we could use some of that even in the theater. I'm saying we we really could because God can use us in any way and God does use us in any way on any platform. And even in those venues, if I'm like, OK, God, you get the glory out of what I'm doing, even though I'm using this platform in this space. You get the glory, you take over. If God takes over, I'm not gonna miss a line. Yeah. I'm not gonna forget anything. He's gonna make sure that I am adequately prepared. Yeah, and also when you're, I feel like the equivalent is when I'm like listening to whoever's with me on stage, I'm not worried about what's my next line. I'll know my ne next line after I hear her line and what she's saying or yeah. what he's saying. It's like taking the focus off of yourself really deepens. But I'm sorry, I, this is a total tangent, but I'm still thinking about Andre DeShields just standing there yeah. and the crowd going wild. Diana Ross also has it about her, where she can just stand, do nothing, have no choreography, and people freaking go nuts. The first person I saw do that and just stood there, and it was just like, and I, I remember watching it live when I was younger, but then I recently came across the video on social media, Michael Jackson. Yeah. And I Michael! Crying, yes. he doesn't do nothing. Well, He's just like, yeah, he was at, I think, I believe it was Madison Square Garden, and he just stood there, and people were fainting. People were. There's just... a video of that, <laughs> and Beyonce. I know she looked up to him like a lot. She does that too. Go on stage, just stand there. Yeah, and I've seen people cheer, but I'm not seeing people like to the. I, I don't know what it was about Michael, where they just 
right. almost wet themselves. I know, it's so crazy. And I think that MJ musical's coming. Yes. And I think there's a lot of controversy around it. Really? Yeah. So we grew up with Michael, we love Michael, but then all these allegations that came out, it's like he got canceled in his death and it's just all these things, but he was still- You can't, you, you can't- When he was here, yeah. he was like, what is it, the king of pop? I would hate for someone to ignore my art and everything I contributed to my towards my craft and towards the genre that I was in because of mistakes I made or because of things that people said. Because honestly, there there was like you said, there was a lot of there were quite a few allegations that came out. But at the end of the day, due to the court of public opinion and the court of law. I, I'm looking at, I, I look I looked at both of them. They ended up just being allegations because he ended up being acquitted both times. There was nothing ever substanti substantially proven. But his name got trashed in the whole process. It did. It absolutely did. But if you look at today, I still I was just talking to a coworker of mine, and she said her I don't know if she's 18 yet. Her daughter, her fate loves Michael Jackson. Yes, and so his music is going to whatever we feel about him personally, his music is going to transcend time. I think it's gonna be so interesting. Like when it comes to musicals, I love hearing what people have to say. Do you love it? Do you hate it? Yeah. And it feels more personal if I'm in the show, but still I love like the conversation, but I'm really interested to see what happens with that. I'm also interested, I can't wait to see it and see what the cast does. I, how things go and I've heard it's like stupid cold out there, but I do wanna come back to New York in December. Oh, it won't be that cold in December. Okay. It'll be that cold in February. Uh, gotcha. Okay. Because I do want, because I, I believe MJ is opening in December, but I've actually, I think previews are starting. I think, I think it might be opening in February, but either way, it'll be running. Yeah. I, I believe, I can't remember, but I do want to see that. And the other one I know for a fact is opening is, this is Stop Fire. <sighs> Which I know there's a kind of a okay. love-hate thing going on. There's no hate. <laughs> okay, so Christian is my good friend and he knows all the tea. And it's not Mrs. Doubtfire's fault. I like low-key was bitter for a little while when beautiful clothes. I was like, Doubtfire's kicking this out. <laughs> like, I have healed since then. Thank you very much. I'm excited to see Mrs. Doubtfire. Got some friends in it. They're killing it. So okay. I can't wait. And you're going to, that's the one that you need to say. Yes, yes, because that is my all-time favorite movie. I know every single line Robin in that Williams. movie. Yes. I hope the person, I can't wait to see it. I can't wait to see what they do with it. I think the individual from what I heard, if I heard correctly, because I caught the tail end of it, I think the guy that played uh, Beetlejuice in the, is, is now playing wait um, really yeah it's, it's not playing the don't don't quote me uh but i believe i that, hate that i don't know and so i'm like i could look it up right now but it will waste time <laughs> yeah i believe the one that played the original beetlejuice because the thing was when i when no. i was listening to this uh beetlejuice was about apparently the, the, the reason why this came up is because beetlejuice was about to close right before the pandemic hit and so it never got they got the notice but it never officially had its closing performance right. and so after the pandemic because it never officially closed, but it's gonna reopen again. I don't think it's reopening on Broadway. I think it might be going off Broadway. Wait, oh, wait, I was like, Beetlejuice is reopening, y'all? Yeah, like, but yeah, so Beetlejuice is reopening either way, but they, they said that one of the guys in the cast, which I think is the guy that played Beetlejuice, he's not coming back because he's doing Dot Fire. Wow. Yeah. Was he the original person that was gonna do Dot Fire? I believe so. Really? Yeah. I have to double check that. I don't yeah. know if he was. Yeah, I, yeah, that's yeah, that that's a little 
I, that, that's more of an I don't know. Okay, I can't wait. Here's the thing. We're talking about things that like when Broadway is up and running, I know these things because like, I go to work, I go in the, in the dressing room and people are just talking about it. And I don't have to look it up. I don't have to like research. Yeah. It's just, we know because we just hear it in the building. And I cannot wait for that again. Like I mm. feel so out of the loop. I, I learned so much listening to Seth Rudesky on Sirius XM because he talks about everything that's going on. Yes, he does. So, okay, so speaking of New York, we also did The View while you were in it. It was so fun. Okay, so I've never seen a tape show before. Okay. Like TV show, did an audience. How did you get the idea for us to get tickets for that? Oh, because I watch The View every day. But I like, watch the, yeah, I watch, the I watch TV day. shows and yeah. I'm not like, let me get a ticket for the Tonight well, Show. Because, well, because I know it tapes in New York. And so I was, and I was like, I want to go. And then I found out that the tickets were free. Yeah, like I want to go to the VMs. It was a, and and such an experience, such an amazing experience. It was so cool and whip. whip and me. I got to sing during oh. the. <laughs> okay, so first of all, we were. It was like your birthday. It was, and you were like, "Your hair is so cool, Salisha. They're gonna she, they're gonna okay. call you out. They're she gonna call you out." She wore this purple. <laughs> it's like a pink blue. Yes, purple unicorn hair. looking thing. <laughs> it, it looked great. It looked it looked great. And so all all throughout the day especially while we were in line going to the view everybody's stopping her like your hair is absolutely amazing your hair and it was she, she looked wonderful christian was like they're gonna call you up yeah. there and if they do you better tell them yeah it's i was like you better tell because i was not shy. i normally don't talk like that but i was like we're at the view i'm in front of whoopi right. if they say anything to you about your hair you better be like yeah my hair is good but this is his birthday but it's his birthday yes. i'm glad you said that because sometimes <laughs> i get carried away and i'm like thank yes. you honey <laughs> and you're like Hello, you better tell them it's yeah, my better, birthday. Yeah. That's why we're here. And we did. Eventually they got to us and we're like, it's your birthday. And it came out that you were an artist. And honey, that uh, was yeah. so fun. Like, I'm, was, I'm, and I, that was like an out of body thing. It was like, okay, Christian, don't. And you know the really interesting thing? I felt the unction to get a song ready right before she came to us. You did? Yeah, it was like, that's okay. the worst position to be in for me if they're if I'm not like yeah. in that mode at all and they're like I, sing. Yeah, it what literally do you want like, to sing? literally know. in my head I was like, okay, if they ask me to sing, what would you sing? And then I was like, okay, uh no. the first one was Amazing Grace. I was like, no. And then I said, Okay, oh how I love Jesus because it's a short, simple song that I could sing real quick and it won't require a lot vocally. Cause I don't know what I sound like in the morning when I wake up, so I don't want to try I to, do. I <laughs> sound like crap. I'm like oh, try to hit something and it's not there. Cause some days I wake up and it's all open. And other days I open, I wake up and I need a couple more hours. Exactly. So yeah, I was like, okay, get a song. You always have a song ready. So when that happened, it was like, yeah. And so that was out of body. Don't think, don't get up, sing, sit down. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Like my mind goes deer in the headlights, even I'm like Because in those moments you I've learned over the years, in those moments you don't have time to be like, oh my gosh, okay. Um, really? let me get my like, tracks yeah, ready. Let, let, me, let me get ready. It's got to get up and go. Right. And to have Sunny Huston stop and pay attention. And so I think cool. Whoopi was listening too because I saw her talking, but I saw her kind of turn. Oh my gosh. And so that was. I love that. I had so much fun. Yes, yes, yes. I was like, I loved watching it because I'm like, one day I want my own show. And it was really cool to watch the whole process and how like, that we had the whole panel sitting there and they also had a comedian there. Yeah, Basically, she was, amazing. she was amazing. She was, do you remember her name? I don't I have to look up the video and she was basically distracting the whole audience so when we were at a commercial break we weren't all like up in Whoopi's business mm -hmm, mm -hmm. they were like the Whoopi and all the ladies they were able to take a break and we were distracted by the comedian I wasn't I was like what's happening here but what are they doing 
are they friends for real or are they just all on their smoke break right now <laughs> like i was like checking it all out i'm like how this really work i thought that was really clever yeah yeah and then you know what because I, I took a picture of it the biggest thing that caught me how many lights yeah it takes but it also didn't this. feel hot it didn't that was the other interesting thing like i took a picture of the lights there were so many lights up there and i i, I understand that so that's needed for television so you can get an adequate balance and all that but i was like wow, wow that's there was so lights. many lights and then also hair and makeup was black yes yes i was like okay that was she was like she's like christian 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 look like look like hair makeup whoopi was like i need somebody black thank you right like, yeah that's that's literally how, how how it felt but yeah the view like when whoopi came out i was like i'm looking at whoopi goldberg i know a sister legend. act is one of my favorite she's just movies. iconic there's another movie i love called the associate that actually takes place in new york and it's on wall street and all oh, that she was starring that i think i might know that one yeah it's actually it was way ahead of its time because it, it was me too before me too Whoa. because she she works on wall street she gets passed over for a promotion for her white colleague and who actually takes her promotion from underneath her. So she quits and she opens up her own firm and she has all the things that they want, that these businesses want, but they keep, you know, brushing her off. And so she makes up a white male colleague and all of a sudden they start buying into, buying, buying into uh, what she's doing and partnering with her. Oh. Because they think that she's because she they're, they're because of the white guy that she made up and they don't know that he's made up. That is so real. Sometimes I'm like, Andrew, can you put the reservation in, please? If, because sometimes I'm like, I can't get it. I can't get through. And if my name is my name. I'm like, it's unfortunate that sometimes it's literally. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's literally like that. But yes, when Whoopi, it's literally when, like that. When Whoopi came out, I was like, I'm sitting here watching Whoopi Goldberg right now. So cool. What? So, but after she, can we talk about the Smith? What myth? The Smith. Oh, the Smith. Yeah. I was like, what myth? Is there a myth? <laughs> <laughs> the Smith. Um. Yes. Okay. What about the Smith? Christian. There's one thing in particular. First of all, it was a really nice restaurant. It was one of those restaurants I see on TV all the time, where you walk in and people are in business suits. And some people were laid back, but a lot of people were in business suits and like really you felt important being in there. I love that restaurant. Yeah. And so they came and they put sparkling water, regular water on the table. And I'm like, this. I'm eating in an upscale restaurant in New York. <laughs> we wow. went to the Smith on the Upper West Side. It's like one of my favorite go-tos, but I'm like, I'm also very aware that yes, I just spent $20 on avocado toast, but it was so good. I regret nothing. And that's where we went for his birthday. And she asked me if I want to try the oyster of the day. First, I was like, no, I don't know. But then I literally stopped. She'll tell you, I stopped. I said, you know what? I'm in an upscale restaurant in New York City. Let's go. And so it was disgusting. Uh, and it was good. I love again. the oysters. I love the oysters there. And maybe I didn't do it. Maybe I, because it, it was slimy. And then I, there was like um, a solid substance in the middle. It was good. And so she's like, chew, chew. And so I started chewing. And, but it's something I could say I did. <laughs> and then you were like, wait, oysters are aphrodisiac? You let me put an aphrodisiac yeah, in my body? Yeah, 
I didn't tell me, yeah, because somebody it's pointed so that out. Silly. Somebody they was like, you know, that's an Aphrodite. I'm like, okay, so I'm gonna be walking around what? Nope. Nope. Yeah. Okay. So silly. But it was really good. I had a steak salad that was very filling and very delicious. I got a salad that day too, and I never get salad from there. Their burger. Did I get a salad that day? You did the salmon, yeah. It was good. I'm it like, was. it just feels good. New York, like opening up again and feeling safe to eat inside. Yeah, do normal things like go to a Broadway show. I don't know if that's normal, but like for New York, like yeah. feeling like it's open and and normal. My question for you is: While you were there, did you ever? Did you like honestly? Did you feel? Did you ever feel unsafe? Did you ever feel no. like you were taking a risk? No. I know you were worried about it before you came out. Yeah, because well, that's because of all that. Now you want to talk about myths? Though <laughs> yeah. that's one of the you know myths that I will confidently say is nothing but a myth about New York. That you know one of the biggest things I was told was don't travel to New York by yourself. Oh. Do not do it by yourself. Oh, I feel like that's the only way to do it. But Wednesday, because she had her one woman show, so we didn't link up Wednesday. Wednesday, I was by myself all day. Never felt unsafe. New Yorkers were nothing but nice. And I thought people are walking so fast and people are moving. You don't have time to bump in anybody or get into an altercation or anything like that. I was watching, I will be honest, I was watching, I kept my wallet in my back pocket. So I was watching that. Yeah. But yeah, and I was fine. Nothing, nothing ever happened. Uh, I had my backpack with me the entire time. So nobody ever grabbed my backpack or tried to pick you pocket. You were fine. I was, I was fine. How about after the show when it was late and you had to walk? Oh, I think it was I took a lift after the Lion King and Hades Town. Okay. But the, after the Lion King in particular, I got out and the Lion King. Oh, my friends in it. Tell it. Uh, <laughs> You're like, uh, if you say, I hate it, I'm like, and that wraps this episode. <laughs> no, it's just, it was the Lion King. And. I see why I saw it when it came here to Fresno, but one of my theater professors who I've been, who I has been a, a bit of a mentor to me in theater for years now, Thomas Ellis, he was adamant. He said, Christian, you, I know you saw it in Fresno. You have to see it on Broadway. It is not the same. And it absolutely is not. Yeah. That show has been built for the Minskoff theater. Yeah. It, it, it yeah. is literally built for that theater now and experiencing them coming down the aisles yeah. and seeing things all over, all I over the place. This. And then the effects on stage. And it was just, it was absolutely amazing. It was just like, this is the Lion King. Yeah. And so when I got out of the Lion King, first of all, walking through having the, now Town, the night of Town, that was great. Of course, I had, like I said, I had my experience of sitting down, like I'm about to see a Broadway show. But I really felt like Broadway when I sat down to watch The Lion King and I was going to the theater and I'm walking upstairs and then I sit, I had an orchestra seat. Oh, and so nice. I'm sitting down and I'm yes! like, Yes, come on, wow. I'm gonna ride with this <laughs> The Lion King, y'all. Yes. I'm like, wow, so. They don't get more Broadway than, yeah. So after that, when I left that theater, I walked out to Broadway and Times Square is just lit, lit up. Yep. Oh, yes. I just walked around Times Square. Ugh. I just walked around. And Times I hate Square. Times Square. And I'm like, I know that moment, and it's so magical. I will say the one time, the the, the times that I do enjoy Times Square, because people who live in New York usually hate Times Square. The time that I did love it, when I do love it, is after a show, when I'm like maybe gonna go get a bite to eat with a friend, and it's we're in Times Square. We just saw Broadway. 
<laughs> life is perfect. And that's literally how I felt. That's literally how I felt. It's I walked so out and I was just like, wow. We are here. Yeah, I'm like, here. There's nowhere else to be in the whole wide world except right here. And I, I had no destination. I just walked. Yep. Yeah. That's how I felt like when I moved there. I'm like, my thing was, especially before I started rehearsals for Beautiful, I'm like, all right, as long as it's daylight, let's just go get lost in New York. And at the end of the day, I'll Google myself home. Yeah. And I did, part of me did want to go find somewhere to go eat, but all the shows had just let out. Everywhere was packed. So I was just like, eh. yeah. It's easy to eat though when you're by yourself. You can sit up at the bar, get sat. Yeah. And I honestly, I didn't think about any of that. I ate every single day I was out there, New York pizza. Oh gosh. I don't want Fresno pizza anymore. Oh gosh. I love what the veggies are. It's, uh... <laughs> Okay. So biggest takeaway from the, what was your favorite? Um, Cause we are going to wrap up your favorite out of all the things, favorite part about your visit to New York. The plaza. Going by the plaza? Yes. That was your favorite. It was because Home Alone 2 is a movie me and my mother watch every Christmas. And so literally watching, looking where Kevin McAllister, Macaulay Culkin walked up and then what the pause was beautiful. It's beautiful. It was absolutely beautiful. $30 for a cocktail, but that's another story. It's so beautiful. <laughs> yes, that was that's the most memorable walking into the plaza, the world famous plaza. Yeah. That that was on Fifth Avenue. Yes, that was it. Oh my. And it, was there anything that you did not get to do that you have to come back? Uh, the Met. Oh yeah. Yeah, we ran, that was the only thing we ran out of time. Okay, uh, one thing before we go about the Met for New York residents, it's pay what you want. And whenever I go, because the Met Gala, it happens every year except maybe 2020. Yeah. And it's, I don't know, you can ask somebody who's actually gone, but I think it's $25,000 ahead yeah, after you're invited. You have to be invited first. I'm like, oh, they don't need my money. <laughs> and so pay what you want. I will hand them. They'll be like, Miss Thomas, how much would you like to pay? I'll say $1 and hand them a dollar. And sometimes I'll say one quarter. Shameless. And I got that because I, I asked the front desk person once like information. I was like, so when it says pay what you want, does that really mean pay what you want? They're like, we don't care. You can give us one penny. We don't care. He was like dead to the world. I was like, great. That's all the permission I needed. So next time you're in New York, I will take you to the Met. Yeah, because I knew Thursday, which was technically my last day because I flew out Friday morning. I knew it was either going to be the 9-11 Museum or the Met. And so I went with the 9-11 and I'm glad I did because especially it was the week of 9-11. It was. Yeah. Yeah, it was. And the, seeing the two memorials, it was absolutely amazing. But yes, the plaza. Oh, that's awesome. I'm so glad that you made it to the city. I'm also glad that we both made it safely to Fresno. Yes. <laughs> I'm so happy to see you again. You look fantastic. Likewise. Let's see this fade. Let's see the fade. <laughs> Let's see the braces off. Yes. I got, Come on, braces off. I got my off. braces off like a week before I went to New York. And I was just cheesing because we were on the Empire State Building, the bus tour. So I was able to smile without a picket fence. <laughs> without mind. a picket fence. Everywhere we went. Christian, what albums do you have out and where can people find you? You can find me social media wise. You can find me on Instagram under Christian David Music. You can find me on Facebook. Wait, the Christian David Music? No, just at Christian music. David music. Yeah. Facebook, Christian David, or you can follow me on Christian David music on Facebook as well. Twitter, not on Twitter. Hardly <laughs> ever. Either. I'm a jerk on Twitter. Yeah, I'm hardly <laughs> ever. But if you want to follow me on Twitter, it's CD underscore music. Music wise, you can find me everywhere digital music is sold. iTunes, Apple Music, Spotify, YouTube music. Uh, my first album is entitled Romans 8 and 1. 
My second album is entitled The Sound of Freedom. So anywhere and everywhere digital music is sold, you will find me is under Christian David and Friends. And you're not going to want to miss it because his voice, he is so anointed. The Christian David and Friends, you guys are so on fire, so lit. And it's just a blessing to listen to it. And I'm so happy for you and excited that you have these albums out to reflect the work that you've been doing. So is there anything else that you'd like to share before we go? Be on the lookout. I can't say exactly <laughs> what. November-ish, you might want to pay attention to daytime CBS. That's all I'll say. <laughs> okay. And then next spring, you might want to be watching TBS. So. That's Awesome. Yeah, so there's more doors opening in other avenues. God so. is good. He absolutely is. Amen. You guys, Christian David, folks. And give a hand for this one. Beautiful lady. <laughs> good right night. <laughs> good night. Thank you for joining me. Oh, my pleasure. That wraps another episode. Thanks for listening to The Salisha Show. See you next week and don't be shy. If you love the show, please tell me why. Please rate, subscribe, and leave a review. Go one step further, tell a friend or two. Check out my site if you think it was the bomb. Pay a visit to SaliciaThomas.com. One last thing before I relax. Shout out Josh Carey and thanks, Podmax. <laughs> I'm out. I'm out. <laughs>